Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. We spend a lot of time talking about the city's policies for migrants and how Chicagoans are stepping up to help, but sometimes people's individual experiences get lost. So we're having a series of conversations with new arrivals. Yesterday, we heard from Kelvis about his journey to Chicago and his hopes for the future. Today, we're hearing from Victor. Both men used only their first names for safety. Now, when Victor got to the border, he says he was given a choice, Denver, New York, or Chicago. Since arriving in the Midwest, he says he's fallen in love with Chicago and doesn't want to leave, but he misses his family and his home country, Venezuela, every day. Victor's one of the more than 35,000 migrants who have arrived in Chicago since August of 2022. And he's now staying at Starting Point Community Church in Belmont Cragen. His pastor, Jonathan De La O, translated for us. Here's our conversation. Hi, Victor. Hola. Welcome to the show. Gracias. I would love to learn a little bit more about you, Victor. How would you describe your personality? Soy un muchacho tranquilo, este, trabajador. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm a calm person. I, I'm a hard worker, or I like to work. Uh, I would appreciate any any opportunity where I'm able to do work, any documentation that allows me to do that. What kind of work do you enjoy doing the most? Me gusta mucho... I, I like construction work and anything that has to do with cleaning. And when you're not working, what are the things that you like to do? What are your hobbies? Bueno, me gusta practicar mucho el baloncesto. I like to play basketball. We go every Thursday. Um, we have a space reserved for us to go Thursday, so I like I like I like playing basketball a lot. Uh, I like to be on my cell phone. Who doesn't? <laughs> I love basketball too. That's my favorite uh, sport. What do you like about the game? El deporte es muy bueno por de mi parte bueno cuando estuve pequeño de mi infancia. Yeah, I've always liked it since I was little. Um, I, I played baseball, but then I switched quickly to basketball, and I would play play often. And there was a point in in my life where I I stopped going to school just to play. So tell me more about that. Uh, your your life growing up in in Venezuela. What was it like? Bueno, eh, yo vengo de una familia muy humilde. I come from a humble family. My infancy was was very very good during those times. Why did you leave Venezuela? Bueno, yo nunca esperaba que Venezuela fuera mi país fuera fuera así como destruida por. Yeah, I I, I never thought that my country Venezuela would would be destroyed by the influence of the government there. 
I had a really good job. I worked in a company that was based off of Mexico, but there was a branch in Venezuela, a food distribution company. And it was going really well. We were distributing food to, to people. And um, little by little, we started seeing that the government was, was infiltrating or putting a hand on what we were doing. So because of that, we had to stop. Um, uh, it, it, the company still exists, but we, we gave it all for that company. When you left Venezuela, where did you go? I, I, I was with my family in Venezuela, and we just couldn't do it anymore. We couldn't handle it anymore. It forced me out to move to Colombia. I never thought I was going to leave Venezuela, ever. And I, I waited in, in, in Colombia to see if Venezuela would improve, but it just never did. Was Colombia a better experience? Did things get better for you? In the beginning, Colombia worked out for me, but uh, at the change of the at the presidential election in Colombia, uh, the economy went downhill. There was inflation, and it just made it very, very difficult for us. Did your children move to Colombia with you? Yes, they moved with me. Uh, they're currently in Colombia, Medellin, Colombia. But it sounds like uh, this was a difficult decision. This was tough for you to leave home, leave Venezuela. You thought things were going to be better in Colombia, and then you were forced to leave again and leave your family behind. How does that feel? Yeah, it was, it was a very difficult decision, very sad decision to leave my family behind. Um, when I left my kids, uh, no one really took me seriously that I was coming to the United States. So when it was the, the goodbye was just like, like okay, like, like how long is this going to be? And um, I, I hoped and tr trusted that this was going to work out. And, you know, this is why we're here. So are you in contact with your family right now? Yes, of course. I, I still remain in contact with them. Every night I speak to my children and, and, I, and I tell them that I, I miss them and they in return tell me that they, they miss me. Tell me about your kids. How many do you have and, and how old are they? I have two children. I have uh, a son who's 12 years old. I have a daughter who's six years old, and they are my motor, the reason why I, I go and do what I do. This is why I'm here. I want to be able to provide for them a good education, a good life, um, because th this is what this is what we keep seeing in our Latin American countries, the difficulty uh, economically. So tell me about your journey here. What was the experience of crossing the border into the United States? Bueno, mi travesía empezó en Colombia. Eh, well, my journey crossing the border started in Colombia, where we crossed the, the jungle of Darien. And I remember there, there was a family that they didn't have the appropriate attire to go through the, the jungle. And they had, a, they, had a, they had a child with them, they had a daughter with them. And I, I, I just re was remembering my kids, seeing my kids in this, this, this young child. And I offered myself to the, to the families because they weren't, they were struggling. Hey, let, let, let me help you. I, I can help you. Uh, allow me, if you, I can help you with, with this child. 
and I gained their trust, and they're like, okay, well, you'll be in charge of, of, of her while we try to manage ourselves. And he said, yes, I can do it. I will, I will hand her over to you, healthy and secure and safe. And, and I did. I did when we were able to cross the, the jungle. I, I had the daughter, and I, I, I gave her to, to the, the couple. And to this day, we still remain in contact, and the dad always thanks me for that. I was watching you as you told me that story and you took your hand and you put it over your heart and I could see your demeanor change as you talk more about your children. What was the last thing you heard them say last night when you talked to them? Estaban muy feliz porque había mucho tiempo cuando estuve en Colombia. Yeah, I I um the last time we spoke uh, we I haven't been able to provide for them um, much uh, for for some time. But I was able to collect some, some money and send it to, to their mother for them to buy it, just a, a gift. And uh, I didn't know that they, they had bought it yet. And so on the call, they said to me, I want to show you something. And they, they, they took out the object of the, the, the things that were purchased. And they said, thank you so much, Dad. Thank you so much for these gifts. May God continue to bless you while you're over there. And we can't wait to see you back. So you're here in Chicago. What has it been like since coming to this city? De lo mejor, porque siempre de niño quería conocer esta ciudad, la ciudad de Michael Jordan. It's it's been it's been great because I, I've always wanted to come to Chicago because of Michael Jordan, and now now I'm here. I haven't gone to a game yet, but I would really love to just experience that. That's a great reason to come to Chicago. Eso. <laughs> yes, Michael Jordan's a hero. Here. Your Majesty. <laughs> so you get to Chicago. What is your living situation like? Where are you sleeping? What's What shelter were you first placed in? Bueno, mi experiencia cuando yo entregué a la frontera, nos llevaron a un refugio que. When I crossed the, the, the border, they gave us the option to go to Denver, Chicago, New York. I have a cousin that lives in the suburb of Chicago. And so I said, I'm going to go over there and because we were in contact. On, on the way over, over here, he said, hey, you, you came a little bit too early. I'm not, I'm not set up for, to receive you. And I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm heading there and you know, I'll, I'll figure it out with, with God's help. And when, when I got here, um, they took me directly to the 25th district police station and there their accommodations weren't well there was no showers um, and I, I had to sleep outside there was no tents I just had to sleep outside and I remember that it snowed one time and uh, thankfully some people that had brought blankets and I would cover myself um, uh, there and uh, until until we got to meet Pastor Jonathan and uh, he let us he allowed us to stay at at the church. When did you meet Pastor Jonathan? Hace dos meses, dos meses y medios. I met him about two and a half months ago. So, do you see yourself staying in Chicago or moving elsewhere? No, me gustó esta ciudad, me encanta Chicago. No, I I love Chicago. I I fall in love with Chicago. And the hope is that you can bring the family from Colombia. Sí, por supuesto. Quisiera más adelante. Yes, of course. As soon as I'm established here, I, I plan to bring them here in order to give them a better life. 
What would you like to see from the government? That the government help us with the, the paperwork of permits and working, that they don't gift us anything free. We want to be able to work with our own sweat and show our children, our families, what it means to, to work for, for your items. Before I let you go, there are a lot of people from Chicago listening to you right now and listening to your story. What do you think is, is important for them to know? What do Chicagoans still not understand about what you're going through? I, I just want, you know, for them to know that I came here so I could provide a better life for my family. Like I mentioned before, all of Latin America is struggling financially. And I really believe that the United States is a land of opportunity. And I want to, I wanted to come and and be able to see that opportunity flourish, not only for myself but for my my family. We've been speaking with Victor, a new arrival here in Chicago, originally from Venezuela. Victor, thank you so much for sharing your story and for spending time with us. Muchas gracias también a ustedes. Thank you as well. This conversation was produced by Max Lubers, and it was edited by Linnea Dominic and mixed by Brenda Ruiz. Do you want more conversations like this? Well, don't forget to subscribe to the pod so that you never miss a new episode. We bring you conversations daily with an extra special podcast on Saturdays, too. And if you want more Reset, check out our newsletter. We break down the latest stories and put events happening across the city on your radar. Sounds like your cup of tea? Well, visit wbez.org slash Reset News. That's it for this episode. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.